Welcome to season four of Truth in the Trenches. I'm really excited about today's episode because I get to share with you an inside look at what it means to be a blog mom. That's right, I'm talking details of my schedule, what it looks like to work and homeschool my kids, and overall just little bits and tidbits of my life and what it is like behind the scenes over at my house. So I hope you enjoy today's episode and as always, make sure to subscribe. Okay, so for my faithful followers, you've probably been wondering where I have been and why I have dropped off the face of the podcast world. And yet, if you've been following me for any length of time, let's be honest, this is no big surprise because I am an all or nothing person and I overcommit and then I can't keep up and then I fall off the bandwagon. I'm also a bandwagon person. We can just, you know, use both those words to describe me. We like to label people in today's culture and if you have to label me, label me as that because that's just my reality. I'm all in until I'm not and then I'm all out because what's the point I could not do it well enough but see here I am trying again I'm like one of those little babies who's getting up and and trying to walk yet again and I'm sure I will fail but I'm so thankful for each and every one of you that bears with me and keeps on coming back and you know just waits for when I put out new content so here it is Today, I really wanted to explain a little bit about the behind the scenes, partly to help you get to know me a little bit more, but also partly to help you understand the chaos of my life so that when I do drop off the face of the planet, you're just like, oh, hey, I totally get what's happening right now. So my name is Rebecca. I'm a homeschool mom of five young children. Their ages are 10, 9, 8, six and four. So we had them very, very close together. In fact, my first two are only 11 months apart. My son was only two months old when I found out that I was already pregnant with my daughter. So um, I believe they're called Irish twins, which was super, super, super fun and crazy. And that was just our entrance into parenthood was from the very get-go you know, all in. We're also all in in our kids. So there you go. Um, So I'm very, very busy. I was also homeschooled myself. So I'm what you would coin, uh, you know, we like coins, a second generation homeschooler. So I was homeschooled most of the way. I went to school a couple times when my mom was pregnant to help keep her sanity because she also had many kids. I am the second oldest of six children. So I went to school to try in grade two and came home crying. So she pulled me out. I went to school to try when she was pregnant with my brother in grade six and was bullied. And so that was really fun. And she had, you know, my brother and we were pulled back out and were homeschooled. And then I went to school again for most of my high school, grade 11 and 12. So from there, I graduated when I had just turned 16, and I tried a semester of Bible college, and I got my medical office assistant certificate, but really I've had no formal university, I've had no formal college, I graduated and then, boom, met my husband when I was 18, had my kids when I was, well, I got married when I was 19 and had my son when I was 20, so I've really just, you know been a stay-at-home mom and as such people look at me and think stay-at-home mom there is like this little background I feel like I need to say this and I know don't worry this is just the background to my life because I know that I don't share it on everything so some of you may not know um but 
I feel like there is this kind of war that we don't talk about between stay-at-home moms and between working moms. And it's like we say that we don't judge each other, but we kind of do judge each other. Or people that have like school versus uneducated people. You know what I mean? Like it's it's out there. It's like a little undercurrent in the conversation that sometimes you can feel like people look down on you because you are just an uneducated stay-at-home mom. Well, I am just an uneducated stay-at-home mom who was, boom, homeschooled. And yet here I am running a very successful business. Very successful business, I might add. So that's my story. That's my background. And that brings us to pretty much today. Five kids later and a total whirlwind and my life is total insanity. And this year my youngest goes into kindergarten so I get to homeschool five children and maintain my blog. And the really exciting news is I'm also taking on a new writing project, which I will be telling you guys all about hopefully on Facebook next week. So come check it out or message me if you're catching up on my old podcast and want to know all about it. But I'm going to be writing like significant amount of writing this next year that I've committed to. So I get to write like my book. I don't know if you knew that I actually published a book this year. Um, through a publishing company and it's all about planning and art and making your own planner and brush lettering and doodling and all that fun stuff which is a great addition to your art in your homeschool I'm just saying Um, so you can find that on Amazon it's Journal Me Organized and that was a ton of fun to write it was a year-long project and it was a ton a ton of work so I finished that up and I had a few months and I was just kind of getting into rhythm and I'm doing another writing project so somehow I have to maintain another year of insane writing schedule and I have to maintain homeschooling now more kids than I've ever homeschooled before, five, and I have to maintain my blog. So I want to share with you just a few realities of what my days look like, what, what my requirements are, and then I want to tell you some of the pros and the good things and how, why I continue with this and why it blesses our family because sometimes I feel misunderstood a little bit by especially some of the homeschool moms or whatever who may not understand why I why I do this? You know, what? what is the purpose behind it? Because a lot of homeschool moms really, really, really strongly believe, which I do as well, that we're doing this for the sake of our children. And so if I'm also blogging and I'm also working so much and our lives are so kind of chaotic and, and, you know, stressful sometimes, then what makes that worth it? And are my kids suffering? And if my kids are suffering, then maybe I shouldn't be doing this. So uh, that's basically today. Wow, that took me six minutes to introduce. But basically today in a nutshell is I want to cover some of the hardships. I want to cover the reality and the chaos of my life. And I want to take that pedestal you have me up on as someone who does it all and just rip that apart because, you know, you're going to hear all about my failures today. And then I want to tell you how this blesses my family. And I even want to share with you an opportunity of how you can join me in this blogging world and I can coach you one-on-one because how fun would it be to have live chats with me and let me personally walk you through and teach you everything I know. So stay tuned for that. Okay. So everyone's going to take a sip of their tea or coffee right now. Okay. So if you're like me and you're listening with bated breath, then I'm giving you permission to sip your coffee. Okay, sometimes you need a little pause in a podcast. Sometimes I feel like, don't you ever just like get sick of hearing my voice? Like really? Like you sit here listening to my voice. Sometimes I'm in awe of that. I hope my voice is not annoying. I hope that you're not sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, she just said um for the thousandth time or that weird little 
she does, which I do all the time. It's, I know, it's just, a, it's a quirk, okay? So love it or hate it, but I'm in awe of the fact that you're listening to me, and I'll give you some pauses so that it doesn't become monotonous and boring and you don't hate my podcast, okay? Okay, so vlogging. Let's just go over a typical day. A typical day is, well, my reality typical day is I sleep in. And why I sleep in is because I go to bed way too late. And why I go to bed too late is because I have too much work to do. But I actually don't do too much work at night because my brain is fried and I'm tired and I watch TV with my husband. So while I'm watching TV with my husband, I'm kind of working, but I'm kind of not working. And then that makes me tired. So then the next day, because I stayed up till midnight, I cannot wake up when my alarm goes off at five, nor can I wake up when I reset it for six or seven. And so it's often seven or eight o'clock that I am waking up for my mornings. As soon as I wake up, I'm pretty much tethered to my computer. And that's partly myself. I'm a little bit addicted to it. Full honesty here. I First thing I want to do is open up my phone. I keep it beside my bed. It's charging. I pick it up and I want to see my messages because believe it or not, I actually love my blog. I love my blog. I love my, what I consider my ministry of talking with you guys and sharing my heart with you guys and being real and honest and authentic with you guys. So I really love what I do and I'm always super excited to see who's responded to my emails or who has sent me a message on Facebook or who has signed up for one of my courses or something like that. So I'm first thing that I want to do when I wake up is see what activity there is, personal activity, who's been messaging me on Instagram, that kind of thing. So it's actually very hard for me to not do that. I felt like lately God's been really asking me to give him my first and it's like painful, painful because the first thing I want to do is calling to me. I've got messages and notifications and and people that are sitting there and they're they're asking me questions and advice and I really want to be there. So generally, I'm trying to, you know, do devotions and get ready and have some me time before I go to work, but it's very often that the first thing that I do is you guys. I open up my phone, I open up my computer, I sit down, my son makes me coffee. As soon as I come down the stairs, I say, turn that on. And then I check my emails and I respond to my emails and my messages and I catch up on all the exciting news that happened while I was sleeping or in Eastern Standard Time world because I'm three hours behind. So that is kind of my beginning of my day. I need probably a good two hours to work in the morning. It's just the catch up time. It's the responding time. It's the posting time. It's the sharing time. I've got to catch up on um, posting onto my Facebook. If I didn't do that the night before, I pre-schedule all of my posts because I can't possibly sit there all day long finding and posting great content because I do have a life. So I pre-schedule most of my content, but sometimes I'll do like an Instagram story in the morning and then I get ready for the day and I do chores and I, you know, whatever, get the kids going. And then we try to start school. And I try to kind of take a break from work. What I do still use is Instagram. So while we're doing school, I pull out my phone, I take pictures of my kids, I post on Instagram, I do stories, that kind of thing. And then after lunch, for the most part, once we're finished most of our school, I go back and I work some more. So some of the things that I do, people are like, what could you possibly be doing where you're working that much? 
So there's actually a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you have to do in order to maintain a blog. So some of those things are, like I said, scheduling on Facebook. I have to schedule on Pinterest. I have to schedule on my Instagram. So even though I take a bunch of pictures, I don't necessarily remember to post those. So I need to make sure I schedule on that. Then I need to respond to comments and emails and messages. And I get messages on Facebook. I get messages on Instagram. And I get a lot of them as well as comments on Facebook that I'm following up on and Instagram, not to mention all the emails that I also get. So there's a lot of different things just with social media that I have to keep up with that are a lot of work. On top of that, I have brands and sponsorships. So that's where people pitch me and ask me to review stuff and I pitch other people saying, I think this would be a great fit based on your guys's news or based on my own desire. And I contact companies and I say, I really... I really want to work with you. And so that's a big part of my business as well. Then I've got deadlines because now I've said I'll work with businesses and I need to work with them. So when they send me stuff, I have to put that into what I call my editorial calendar and I have to meet those deadlines. So usually every day I have some sort of deadline, whether it's self-imposed or whether it is for uh, a paid promotion of some kind. So I have generally like maybe Monday, I'll work on my podcast. Tuesday, I might work on my YouTube videos. Wednesday, I might work on a blog post. Thursday, I might work on, kind of see how it goes, a Facebook Live in the morning and on and on and on. So I've got lots of different components that I need to work on on a daily basis as well that I kind of would do in the afternoon or my Facebook Lives that I do in the morning. On top of that, I also have a whole bunch of courses that I do. So I do one for established bloggers to help them make money and grow. And I also have one for people that are interested in blogging, which I'll share a little bit more about the end, but that's the start a blog course. So that also keeps me busy because I have to coach all these people individually, respond to their emails, help them and keep them going and make sure that my content is out there and respond to discussions and do my private Zoom chats with them as well. So I have that capacity that is going on at the same time as maintaining my blog and posting and scheduling and taking photos and taking videos and it can get very, very, very crazy. Add to that a new writing project and now I also have to fit it into my day time for writing that is not having to do with anything that I do to maintain my blog. So as you can see, it is insane. I am kind of figuring out what I'm going to be doing. I'm, I'm hoping to have someone working on my blog with me to help me maintain some of that background stuff so I can work solely on content and my writing. Um, but there is a lot. There's a lot of different facets of blogging and it can get chaotic. So fitting that into my homeschool day often means mornings, some school, afternoons, you know, time with the kids, dinner, and then evenings as well. And I'm trying to cut that back so I don't have to work evenings and can just do really early in the mornings because I don't work the best at night and then I'm tired and then I can't wake up in the morning when I do work better. So I'm working on changing my internal clock, but I don't know if anyone's tried to do that. It's really hard. <laughs> so anyways, that's basically my blogging life and my homeschool life and then trying to fit in Oh my goodness, cleaning. Yeah, my house feels like it's in shambles all the time. And I'm not talking like, oh, it's disorganized and there's some things on the floor. No, I'm talking like it's disorganized and it's messy and it's dirty and it needs to be cleaned in every area. And I did laundry 
And then we had to do this mass clean because we had people come. And it, we just said, I said, just pile all the clean clothes in mommy's room. And now I can't walk in my room because there's a mountain. And the sad part is that's not even like half our laundry because there's still laundry in all of our rooms and clothes. So I need to go through all our clothes. I need to figure out what fits, what doesn't fit, what we wear, what we don't wear, what we need to store, what we need to keep out. It's it's overkill. So I've got major household projects. I've got do-it-yourself projects. I'm redoing my kitchen cabinets right now. I'm trying to build a kitchen table. I'm trying to redo my kitchen. I've got my life kind of projects. And then I also have meals, which, oh my goodness, that's like a crapshoot half the time. So I'm really working at, you know, making meals for my family. But most of the time I forget to put out meat and so it's not defrosting and then by the time dinner comes around it's too late and it's like pull some pizza out or something so a lot of times if my husband's off he will cook he works shift work so that also throws a whole wrench in everything because he's on four he's off four so when he's off if it's during my school days then our days are totally different so it's actually really hard for me to get into a regular schedule or routine because of my husband's um, life and because of my life and my blogging life and my work life so the big question that you're probably sitting there wondering is do my kids suffer and I feel like that's a valid question that's a question that I ask myself regularly are my kids getting the best of the education they, they could get honestly probably not I think that if they had more targeted, you know, lessons that were taking a lot longer back in the days when I would homeschool them and really give them my all, yeah, I think they got more and I think they got better and I don't think they're getting the best that they could get. But I had to really sit down and analyze for myself what is my primary purpose and what is my primary vision and my mission statement and my goal with homeschooling. Is my goal to have my kids graduate with a super high GPA and be incredibly, incredibly smart Or is my goal different? And for me, my goal has never been GPA, marks, high scores. I feel like my kids can do that if they want to do that and if they're motivated. I never got super great. I mean, school is quite easy for me. So because of that, I sometimes slacked off. I almost failed history because I found it boring and it wasn't interesting to me. That was in high school, by the way. And other subjects I found easier. I got B's in. I was an average student. I could have gotten A's, but I just didn't care that much. And yet... I feel like I could have gone on to do whatever I wanted to do because I have the drive. And if you have the drive and you have the passion, you have the interest, then you will make it happen. And that's why I've made happen what I have with my blog and my business right now. So I'm not really afraid of my kids performing well in school because I feel like when they decide what they want to do, they will take the steps to get there. And whether they have to work really hard or whether it comes easier for them, that's not really a question of something that I can teach them. That's a question of their own drive, their own abilities, and their own pace. So for me, because that's not one of my top values, then I had to decide, am I am I willing to forgo homeschooling or give up on it or give up on work? because I feel like my kids could be getting a better education? Or do I want to look at the bigger picture here and think about the other things that my kids do get? So we really have kind of sat down. There's many times, my husband and I, we never said that we're going to homeschool, you know, till death do us part, okay? We, we said we would do it while it works and while we felt that it, it was what we were supposed to do for our family. And we still do feel that. We just had that talk again because I was super overwhelmed with this massive list in front of me of deadlines and, you know, projects and everything else. And we had to sit down and have that discussion. And it was like, are we, is the pros of homeschooling outweighing the cause, the cons, sorry, is 
is the benefit to our kids outweighing some of the disadvantages of the lifestyle that we've chosen and do we need to make some changes so we are going to be making some changes like looking at this next year I've, I've definitely got to look for a curriculum that is less teacher intensive easier for the kids to use um, and even kind of teach each other I'll work with them in the mornings and do kind of our bigger picture studies together and then they're going to have independent work and I'm going to have to get them more in a schedule and routine of doing those things we're going to have to be much more structured I'm also looking for help in my home so that I can have somebody take take over some of the other things like cooking and cleaning and getting something started in the crock pot so that I can focus more on my kids and then work. But for me, I feel like there's also so many advantages to homeschooling that outweigh what 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 the benefit of them going to school would be. And so for us, we still feel like it's a value and it's still worth it. And so when people look at us and they think, well, are your, are your kids suffering? Is this, you know, why do you really feel like you need to work? Let's talk about a bit of the con or the pros, sorry. So some of the benefits for me of this job are obviously financial. I mean, I don't know if you know, I definitely did not know that you could make money blogging. I assumed like super, super, super big people were making money as like YouTubers or something, but I did not think that a blog could earn money and I had no idea how that was possible. It is possible. I've got brands, I've got sponsors, I've got um, ads that I have. I've got all sorts of different ways that I monetize my site. I make very good money on my site. I can make pretty much as much as I'd like to make. I could make, you know, honestly a six-figure income if I chose that I wanted to make a six-figure income, but definitely the homeschooling side of things would fall behind. So I pull back and I do what I feel like I can maintain my life in. So um, we make really good money doing this and it's really great because we can look at the next month and we can say, okay, we want to do these projects or we want to pay off that credit card or we want to, you know, purchase this and we can say, okay, this is how much we want to do this month. And I can literally say, well, I can make that. And I just have to either buckle down and work or come up with some new creative strategies, but it's very flexible. It's not like a fixed income job where I go and I work and I get paid for my hours because then you're limited by the amount of hours that you work as to what you can get paid. With blogging, the sky is the limit because I can make as much money as I dream. Really. I'm not just saying that. I can make as much money as I dream. I can create new courses. I can create new content. I can do new Facebook Lives. I can do, you know, I can do all sorts of different things. There's so many ways to monetize. There's so many different ways to make money, whether that's working for somebody else, whether that's, um, uh, you know, sponsorships. It doesn't really matter. There's so many different ways. All it takes is me just thinking of a new idea and just trying it. And often it pays off because, it's a new idea and it, it's fun. So I really enjoy the entrepreneurial side of my blog. It's an outlet for me. It's also a ministry for me. I, I am passionate about homeschooling. I am passionate about sharing my story, sharing my testimony of being a second generation homeschooler and even having the successful blog. I feel like that speaks to my homeschool background and I feel that that speaks to the fact that that even if I didn't get amazing, amazing, amazing grades, that I I am where I am today. And I feel like it speaks to the fact that when moms think, oh my goodness, this is so hard, is it worth it? Am I failing my kids? I feel like they could get better elsewhere. That there are so many things that I got out of homeschooling that I wouldn't have if my mom had put me in school. So I have such a close relationship with my family. I have, um, I graduated early because of it. I 
I believe that homeschooling for me was so incredibly beneficial that I feel like I have a ministry of sharing that with other moms. That A, you can do this. That B, your kids are going to be fine. They're not going to be socially awkward, weird, messed up kids because you kept them at home. That they don't need some major socialization effort and 10-step plan in order to be normal because I'm normal. (laughs) Normal is whatever you decide to make it. So I feel like it's part of my testimony to share my story and to encourage other moms in my own journey, but also my, my mom's journey and the legacy that she left me that I've tried so many different curriculums and I can give you so many ideas and I've seen so much of what this can look like that I am passionate about what I do. So it's not just an outlet for me. It's not just a financial benefit for us, but it is a passion of mine and I believe that it is a ministry given to me by God. And so part of my passion for what I do, it's hard for me when I sit and I look and I think, oh, but the kids aren't getting all of me. No, but am I called to this? And is it benefiting us? And is it benefiting my kids? Because my blog benefits my kids as well. I get all sorts of different things. My kids look at, you know, that cool coding program. Oh, sure, I can get that for you. I pitch and I get it. And my kids get to try so many neat, cool things that they wouldn't get to try normally because of what I do. They also get to see the value system that they've got to have a little bit more self-reliance. They have to be a little bit more self-disciplined than if I were standing over them, telling them everything they need to do and what to do next. And sometimes with homeschooling, I think that can be a little bit of a pitfall that We can be so much more involved in our children's education, which is great, but it can also do a little bit of a disservice to our children if they never are forced to self-motivate themselves. Because as soon as they get to university or want to do something else, they're going to have to have a goal in their mind and take their own steps to get there, not have mom sitting behind them cheering them on. So I think that it is as much as it's sometimes hard and I wish I could just stand behind my kids and be their cheerleader and and to hold their hand every step of the way, I feel like there's also value in them having to struggle a little bit, in them seeing me struggle, in them seeing me work, and in them seeing me be passionate about something and having to support me in that and seeing my low points and seeing my high points and seeing what it means to work hard because when daddy goes off to work, they have no idea what that means. So when mommy's at home working, they start to understand where does this money come from and what does it take for an investment and I feel like they have more respect for for just life in general and more understanding so I feel like my kids my kids really benefit from the fact that I work from home and I think that with the right balance which it is hard but it is possible and if you're making enough money that you can afford to have somebody come and help you in your home so that you can offer more of that balance between kids and work that it is a possible thing to achieve where you can pursue your your vision and your values and your goals and your dreams and and reach monetary goals and do things you can never achieve just on one income and at the same time homeschool your kids and offer them a leg up as far as pursuing their own passions and their own dreams and learning some self-dependence and and being able to be home and close with their siblings and getting that one-room schoolhouse feel and being able to empathize with different ages and work with with people that drive them crazy sometimes even when my kids fight i feel like man 
I know that this is hard. It's hard for me. I don't want to hear you bicker. I don't want to deal with the thousandth fight between my sons or between my daughters. However, even in this, you're learning because you're not in an environment, in a school classroom environment, where you're sitting with your peers that are all the same age and you really, really like and you can just go hang out with your best friends and you don't have to be around your brothers and sisters who are driving you crazy and you start to grow apart and you have your own lives and your own friends. No, in homeschooling, your brother drives you crazy and you have to learn how to deal with that and you have to learn how to deal with him and you have to learn how to make a relationship work because guess what you have to help teach him math every day or you guys have to work together on this project and even though it's difficult and even though it's challenging both for my children and for myself who just wants to pull my hair out and say why can't we all get along at the same time We have to not be afraid of giving our kids hard things, of serving them the plate that is in front of them, and and not be afraid that somehow by it not being perfect and easy and pretty that they're suffering. Because it is only through suffering that roots are grown. It is only through suffering that character is grown. You want your kids to have strong character. You want them to have strong values. You want them to be a grounded person who knows what they believe in, who knows what they value and can rise up and be a strong, independent man or woman. Then they need to have a little bit of struggle because if they have no struggle, we raise this generation. You're seeing it happen right now. This generation of youth that don't know themselves. They don't know what they want. They've had everything handed to them on a silver platter. They've never had to work for anything. They've never had to struggle through anything. Every time they struggle, every time they get into a fight, if they're just pulled out of that environment and put into a better one, because we don't want to see our kids struggle. And that's normal. We as parents, that is a normal thing. Don't think you're weird because of that. Of course, we don't want our kids to struggle. And yet, when they do, that's when they blossom. That's when they have to work it out and figure it out. And when you can support them, but not necessarily take away the problem, help them work through that problem, then you are blessing them. You are offering them so much more than if you just pulled them out. So all this to say, my life is crazy. My life is chaotic. My life is not a walk in the park and it is not easy. There are days I struggle. There are days I cry. There are days that I feel like I am the biggest failure. And yet I love my kids and I love my life and I love homeschooling and I love my blog and I love what it offers our family. And I am passionate about pursuing what I believe we're supposed to do in this season and being open to moving and being flexible and changing if we're supposed to change and move and flex and being open to the fact that my kids don't have to have everything perfect and that we can find ways to make this work and it's going to benefit them and they're going to learn through it and maybe next year we'll look totally different. Anyways, that's my little nutshell. I feel like I'm preaching right now. My hands are going like crazy. I'm going to wrap it up with this. If you're sitting there and you're thinking, all right, whatever this blogging world is, I'm interested. One of the reasons it works so well for homeschool or stay-at-home moms is because so many other businesses, whether that be photography or um, what are some other common mom businesses, guys? I wish you could chat with me. There's so many kind of mom businesses that seem to be more common. There's lots of women that work in offices. Most of those things require you to go out of the house, whether that's booking clients, whether that's going out and taking your pictures or whatever. They require in your involvement in a capacity where you might have to get your kids watched or work out with childcare and go out of your house and work. See, something like this you can do from home. 
Something like this you can do while you're holding a toddler on your nap, on your lap. Something like this you can do while you're pregnant. Something like this you could even do without your kids around and they would see normal totally mom and you could do it early in the morning or late at night when they're sleeping and they'll never even know that this world exists and they won't suffer or struggle at all. Something like this is incredibly adaptable. Something like this can be whatever you want it to be and you can work as much as you want or as little as you want or reach whatever goals that you want so there's a lot of flexibility you can set your own hours you can have your own schedule you can reach your own goals you're not working for someone you are creating your own legacy that you can then pass on and so it is a really great business model for stay-at-home moms and for homeschool moms specifically so if anyone is interested and you're thinking yeah I want to know I can tell you I have spent so much money. I have done so many different things trying to figure out this world myself and I have figured it out myself. I have not paid someone to come and set up my blog. I have not paid someone to come in and take over and teach me everything that I know. I've learned everything I've learned by myself and through a billion searches on Google and it has been hard and painful and frustrating and when I was starting out, you guys, you don't even want to know the half all-nighters that I pulled designing and figuring out coding and it was a mess. It was a total mess and it was like massive amounts of time that I wasted. However, I learned and I built my business from the ground up and now, now I get to offer you the opportunity to learn without all that time and all that struggle and all that searching because I can t walk you through step by step exactly what you need to do and no more. So you're not wasting a second of your day. Plus, I can offer you exactly what you need to do and teach you the tools and writing tips and tools of how often to post and when to post and how to write and draft and, and look of your post and the layout of your post and um, your hosting and your theme and your design and where to get graphics and copyright issues and all of those different things that are part of the blogging world every single day step by step with daily videos, weekly live chats, any questions that you have, you can ask me personally and I will answer because we get these live chat rooms where you can see me and I can see you. I can show you my computer screen to walk you through things. It's really unique and there's nothing else like it. There's so many billions of courses out there, you guys, but there's nothing else that has this kind of live component and there's really nothing else, even without this live component, that is at this price. So I have my course. It's starting up. Um, it, you know, I do it regularly. I know this podcast is going to be heard recently and then it's going to be heard again way down the road if you're catching up on my podcast. So I won't tell you a date, but I will tell you, you can check out, um, my courses page and you can go to homeschoolon.com and just click on courses in my menu bar and that will take you over to my courses page and you can see all the courses that are offered. Also, I'm going to be releasing a whole bunch of new courses. I have my make money blogging, my startup blog course. I'm going to have brush lettering courses, planning courses, um, how to create your own planner courses. I'm going to have, um, I'm hoping to have like faith and worship and ministry and Bible study kind of courses. I'm also hoping to have a ton of homeschool courses. Um, we're looking at maybe creating a PE course for K to three. I have um, uh, creative writing workshops that I'm hoping to do, poetry writing workshops that I'm hoping to do, all sorts of different mini courses that I'm hoping to do. So there's going to be so much great content coming. So you want to go check out that courses tab anyways and stay tuned when I post new ones. But that is all kind of the new news on the blog, a little background into my life, who I am, what my life looks like, and if you are a friend of mine or not, if you see my life from afar or close up, you're going to know and, and start to understand a little bit of the, the scope 
of what I do and what I deal with and and yet my heart for it and how passionate I am about it. So you guys, if you email me and you don't hear from me, if you call me and you don't hear from me, if you're my friend and you're like texting me and I'm not responding, <laughs> I am trying. I'm floating in a sea right now and I am passionate about you and I am committed to you and I'm working it out. But right now I am working it out. I'm literally like sitting down working out my schedule and my routine and what curriculum and and trying to find help and you know I've got so many different things I'm working out right now but I am working it out so that I can be more sustainable reach more of you help more of you connect with more of you and yet be more of what I want to be for my family and for my kids and for my husband and for myself and it's it's gonna happen so this is season three it's a new season and I am excited about what is coming. I am excited about this new season in my life. I'm excited about this new season in my blog, about the new courses that I get to offer. And I'm excited to recommit to this podcast for the third time and to hopefully offer you guys some more regularity. I'm hoping to do this every Monday um, where I can come in and chat with you guys about, you know, homeschool related stuff and my life and my chaos. And it isn't always picture perfect, but that is also something I'm, I'm passionate about. I feel like it is sometimes I was, I was, I had such a low day, you guys today. I, I was just struggling and I've been super emotional lately because, you know, I would say I'm a woman, but I don't even totally believe in that. I just, it's, it's been just a rough little last while and I'm, I'm, like I said, working things out. So, um, I was just having a rough day and I really just felt like God was saying that it's in my weakness that he is made strong. And I am such an independent person. I am such an independent person. I was thinking today, like the last time that I cried was probably like six months ago. I am a strong person. I'm a very strong individual. I'm very driven. I often like negative comments on my blog. They just, it's water off my back. I'm very strong. I'm very purposeful. I know what I want. I go for it. And I'm very, very, very independent. And it's very hard for me to show my weakness because I feel like I'm letting people down because I feel like their perception of me is somehow affected, which it probably is. And I feel like I, I want people to know me because I'm strong. Like I've got it together. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not weak and I don't struggle and I don't want people to, to pity me or any of those things. And that totally, I come by that honestly. I come by that from my father. <laughs> and yet I felt like God was saying today that it is in my weakness that he is made strong and that there's something beautiful about my weakness. And so I go and I look on Instagram and I see people's stunning houses and their beautiful pictures and their clean houses and all their pictures are branded well. And I teach people how to brand your pictures well so they all look the same. But yet you go look at my Instagram page and it's not like that. And every time I try to get my life to look like that, I feel corrected. I feel like, nope, that's not for you. Because for you, I want you to be authentic. For you, I want you to be real with these women. I want you to show these women your imperfections. I want you to show these women your weakness. I want them to see your struggle. I want them to see your mess. I want them to see your dirty laundry. And I'm not just talking my physical dirty laundry, though I have shown you that before, but my actual dirty laundry, my metaphorical dirty laundry. I feel like God is asking me to show you guys my weakness because it is in my weakness that he is glorified. It's in my weakness that you can clearly see that it is not superwoman 
Okay, it is not me who has it all together. It is him that carries me and blesses me and blesses my life and blesses my business and blesses my family and carries us through our difficult times. So while I want to show you my perfection, that is not the life that I have been called to. And if you come to my blog and if you hear my podcast, you're going to hear a whole lot more about my imperfection and my failures. And that is not because I want to be pitied because, oh my goodness, it slays me. It just kills me. It's not because I necessarily even need help or anything like that. It is because I want you to know and feel God's heart for you and to know for your own family that you do not have to have it all together and that this is real, that this is real, that all of us have these days and these moments and these struggles behind the surface of what we show the rest of the world and it's time to start being more authentic and it's time to start being more real so that we can connect because we cannot connect if we're all trying to put on a face we cannot connect with one another if we're all trying to show only the best parts of ourselves. because the best parts of ourselves is actually just the surface underneath that it's a little more raw it's a little more authentic and it's a lot more messy so I don't know. I'm preaching again. I'm going off. You Seriously, I wish you could see my hands. I need to take a video of me podcasting. I'm like, my hands are out. I'm like, woo, woo. I'm like getting sweaty just talking to you. Okay. All right. That's it. That's all I have to say for today. You made it through an entire long-winded podcast episode of Truth in the Trenches by Rebecca Spooner of homeschoolon.com. Thank you. If you stuck with me for every step of this podcast, you're a superstar and I love you for it. And I want you to know specifically whoever is listening to this right now, which is anybody who's listening to it right now, but I want you to know that I feel God's heart for you is to put aside the need to do it all, to be it all, to do better. And we get in this cycle and this season of, of needing to do better and be better. And yet it just doesn't all rest on us. It can't. Because on our own, on my own, my goodness, you guys, on my own, I suck. I suck at this. I suck at trying to balance it all. So I'm not trying to do it on my own anymore. And I hope that you're not either. And I hope that if you're carrying that weight and that burden and that frustration of feeling like you're drowning and you're struggling, that A, you're not alone and that B... It doesn't all rest on you. Anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you go and check out my courses, homeschoolon.com. And then just at the top, you'll see courses. I hope that if you have any questions, you will not hesitate to go to my blog and send me a contact and get in touch with me. And I hope that you have an amazing homeschool day and that you can keep calm and homeschool on.